0: Broadcasting from the Stolen Droids Hangout and discussing everything that has been taking place in the
1: geek world over the past 168 hours, well, give or take, it's the Stolen Droids Podcast. Hello and welcome to Stolen Droids Podcast, episode number 245. I'm Schmidt I'm Zonner. I'm Zook. Who are you? How are you guys doing? We're done already, I think. We're already done. We are. Colin, of course, is dead. Um... Oh, crap! I didn't, I didn't uh, think of any way how he died. how did he die? Honor, how did he die? I, I
0: don't know. I think it was a tragic accident involving a farm combine and an elk.
1: I was
2: gonna did say he, he drowned. With so Honor? Maybe he drowned in elk blood. I don't know. Was I, the combine
1: yeah, driven by know. the elk?
0: <laughs> I, I think so. It, it was really weird role
1: reversal. <laughs> Bambi's <there>. revenge. <laughs>
0: yeah. Now I do have to say something though.
1: Good, because this is an hour-long yes. show. I would hope so. We, we,
0: have, we have feedback on Generic Geek Podcast regarding Colin's well-being. And yes, oh. I did say on the Generic Geek Podcast, we will have an episode out this week.
1: <gasps> Tune in. da da, da. <laughs> To see who dies next. <laughs> hey, uh, shout out to our friends over at TrickRadio.net, KryptonRadio.com, OpenBookAudio.com, Stitcher.com, 4814 Web Hosting, and Eagle Moss Limited. I had to burp halfway through that, but I swallowed it mid-word. Achievement unlocked. Um, I have been super exhausted all week, so if I'm a little bit out of it, that would be why. You know, uh, I think inf- that
0: we do our best shows though when you're not all
1: there. Where's the mystery? Sure how
2: you should take that?
1: I know, <laughs> <laughs> Zook. Your consciousness is just getting in our way. It's keeping us from the big time. If you just get rid of that ego and super ego, just leave the id. Um, hey, we got some feedback from this show. This is from Glue, and he writes, I've started tra- tracking my steps. Oh, sorry. Uh, to start off, honor I'm a month away from about being half your age. Shots fired, man. Shots fired. <laughs> um, Get off I- my lawn, kid. <laughs> I started tracking my steps at work, and I usually hit about 14,000 from my warehouse and sweeper jobs. I need a Fitbit and to move out of the U.S., I also want to thank you guys for reporting on some of the non-tech-related news. I know you guys fact-check everything, and I appreciate it a lot. I didn't know about the Eiffel Tower lights going off at 1 a.m. every night until two episodes ago. I'm starting to wonder if Colin has been going through the Apple initiation process this whole time. Is continuous death part of the initiation? You should show us his wrist when he comes back. It'll just be branded with an Apple symbol. Um, I have a question for for you technology doctors. Uh, what are the barebone specs for an okay recording laptop? I don't plan on making the next big hit pop song. I'm just trying to be consistent with podcast stuff. If I remember correctly, you guys promised that your 250th episode would be pretty special. Is that still the situation? Is that when Colin will rise from the dead? Is that when Schmidty reveals the cure to all diseases? Is that what when Zonor tells us where the fountain of youth is? Is that when Zook takes over the government and fixes all the issues caused by our government not understanding technology? Thank you. Have a good one, guys. Glue. Uh, for clarification Schmitty is not Wolverine he's like Mr. Burns okay (laughs) (laughs) he's he's not his antibodies aren't currently like forming cures to all the diseases he gets he just has all the diseases
2: (laughs) they're fighting each other (laughs) yeah
1: I'm just saying, okay? We can't like if you if you took his blood, you wouldn't have an immunity to all diseases. You would just get all the diseases.
2: You'd have cholera and Ebola, and <laughs> yeah. Wow, he's like
1: that guy on the last ship, you know? <laughs> I said that ship, is right? The
0: perfect description. Yeah, <laughs> and yes, you did.
1: Okay, good. Uh, Zoner, I don't know. Is Zoner perpetually young? I don't know. I don't know. I have the stamina of
2: a young man, or so I'm told. Is that what you traded your s- sense of smell in for? <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Some
1: so- sell their souls for eternal youth. He just lost certain senses. Access to certain parts of his brain. There you go. Yeah. yeah
0: you know what's that's, really that's funny? About the,
1: about the phrase, the stamina of a young man. When I was a young man, I lasted for like 45 seconds. So I don't think that's something you want to trade anything for. I'm just saying
0: <laughs> Um I don't even know how to respond to that. <laughs> I should be able to I run really longer want, than that.
2: I don't know what you're talking about.
0: I, I really want to say stuff, but I gotta keep it somewhat family friendly, even though you're the one that's taking us there.
1: Oh uh, yeah. As for a recording laptop glue, um honestly your best bet is anything not a Chromebook. And I don't say that because that's I hate sure. Chromebooks. But just simply, the ability to record and master is not yet in the Chrome OS. Um, that, that honestly is what it comes down to. If you got yourself there are a web Surface tools Pro, that
2: allow you to do that. Sorry. Yeah,
1: yeah. No, you're right. There are a lot of web tools that do it. Um, but I just, I think, I, I don't still know. I not, think you'd be, yeah. yeah, yeah. You'd be adding a lot of complexity to it just for the sake of saying you're doing it on a Chromebook. Um, I know a lot of Mac users will say that Macs are the only way to do it. But I would also like to point out that the only one of us who's ever recorded an episode on a Mac is Colin. And those episodes sound like crap. So take that from that what you will.
2: <laughs> well, it's also because he was using an analog headset, a gaming headset. Um, yeah. The times when he was using his uh, his PC, he plugged in a USB um, microphone. Yeah. So there's that. I mean, it's, it's there is that the, the the laptop doesn't really offer a lot in quality as far as the recording podcast goes it's all in the microphone as we've learned so Mm
1: -hmm. Uh, i know some people who record their podcast just on a uh on a zoom what was that the the h25 or something it's just a handheld recorder it can take multiple mics into it you can record straight onto the sd card and then they pop the sd card out and you edit it on a laptop they don't even record on a laptop so mm-hmm. there's a lot of different ways of doing it um but you know a, a surface pro could do it even mm-hmm. the low-end surface pro could do it so if you can find a laptop of at least those specs you're good
0: Yeah. you know i will say i've used my daughter's very low-end 250 fifty-dollar laptop uh, it's an hp but still very low-end uh, to do recording on and like you said, it's all about the mic. Yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, now, um, Glue, I happen to know that, like me, you have a Dell Venue Pro 8 running Windows 8.1 or Windows 10. I don't know if you reverted back. Uh, and I have used that to record in Audacity. So even that's enough. The real key is... Um, like how we do it we're all in a google conversation right now you want a fast enough computer that can handle the google hangout while recording at the same time that's where your bottleneck is if it's just you you could record on anything so kind of a a trade-off
2: i've listened to podcasts that were recorded on an android device and probably some that were on recorded on an iphone so yeah Yeah, doesn't one of our friends do that yeah i joe joe levi recorded his podcast on his android phone on his way to work he doesn't do the podcast anymore but when he did it was it was on his phone.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um road rage and everything intact. Um yep. <laughs> thanks again glue. Uh, if if you have feedback you can uh write us feedback at stolendroids.com or give us a call 801-917 geek. Uh we will play it on the air so be warned or we'll read it verbatim. So uh, be warned on that as well. Um because I am a sleep-induced zombie who wants to take over the show.
2: ahead, honor.
0: Oh, great. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> I heard the one, two, three,
1: nod it happening right there.
0: Yeah. I just envisioned like, you know how in the cartoons they, they draw the line and it's ev- ev- or anybody step forward who who's willing to do it. Everybody else steps backwards, leaving the chump standing there. <laughs> the guy that didn't hear what was being said. Yeah. I didn't step backwards there. So, okay. Well, you know, <laughs> we love data breaches on this show and another day, another data breach. This one, though, is kind of interesting because it's not what you would expect. It's from VTEC. And if they sound familiar to you but you can't quite place them, as you're walking down the toy aisle <laughs> to look at new Star Wars figures and you happen to look over at the all the weird kid electronics, that's VTEC. Um, but I don't know that this was really so much of a breach as it was a hack. I I don't know if there's a difference at this point, but somebody hacked in and got data for almost 5 million parents and more than 200,000 kids.
2: Yeah. And from what I understand, he wasn't doing it to be malicious. He was just curious to see how far he could get. And he was appalled at what he found. You know,
1: I want to just chime in before we get into the obvious part of the story. Does that matter if you didn't really mean to get in or didn't mean to do anything malicious? I mean, he did breach a company's security system. Isn't that still bad?
2: Yeah, except if if you're doing it for the right – I mean, in the end, if you do the right thing, I I don't see it as bad. Remember that time when when we hacked uh, the Burger Burger King crown system? and we were like throwing points back and forth to each other and, and then we emailed them about it I mean I don't see that hack as bad and maybe it, I'm just justifying myself if it turns out that I was doing something illegal then um, whatever but and, <laughs> I think it's, it's yeah whatever. <laughs> whatever drop mic don't, walk away if, if you're a policeman <laughs> don't listen to that uh, don't prosecute me uh, it was like five years ago <laughs> but I mean if you're doing it for the right reasons or, or out of curiosity in order to educate people I, I think it's good okay
1: i just wanted to to address that issue because i I had, I had my own misgivings about that going wait a minute should not we be looking at this guy too but anyway go ahead with the the well, main part of the story you know,
0: the thing about that though zook is if he was hacking on to try and get the data so that he could then sell it to the russian mob or whatever they do with it or chinese people or i don't know then that's one thing. But I think where he did this and then he's like, holy crap, there's a lot of stuff here. This is bad news. I like that he's like trying to take it public, not the data itself, but the fact that the data exists so that people are aware that, yeah, VTech has a lot of information on you. And guess what? If VTech does, so does everyone else.
1: Well, and Uh. reading through this story, one, I found it very interesting that VTech just fests straight up to it. Yeah. You yeah, know, with a lot of these data breaches, oh, well, that's not ours. You know, oh, well, that's just hackers. We're the victims here. You know, uh, we, we see that one a lot. Um, but with VTech, they're like, yep, yep, that's our stuff. And, uh, yeah, we're sorry. We, uh, we shouldn't have been storing that. But that is kind of the question. Why were they storing this?
0: Yeah, what were they going to do with it? What was the purpose for having
1: this? I mean,
2: they've got freaking audio
0: recordings going from
2: kids to their parents and, I mean, don't don't they have like a cloud-based service for for VTech owners? I I don't know. Is that the case?
1: They probably. I don't, I, I don't know either. Actually, this is a company we've never looked at.
2: Yeah. By the time I started looking into getting VTech, VTechs for my kids, tablets came out, and so I skipped the VTech and got the tablets. <laughs> so I've never touched these. That's...
0: Well, see, and all the VTech stuff that I had, it was like pre everything is connected. Stage. Yeah. I mean, I haven't bought a VTech toy for probably 10 years. And so there wasn't the, the internet connectivity and the, the cloud services and the storage services and things like they have now. And so I don't know. I, I, I don't know how it all is set up. I can't even imagine why they would need that kind of connectivity on a kid's toy. But, you know, this is the internet age, so everything must be connected.
1: Well, yeah. There's there's a couple ways you could look at it. One is that VTech shouldn't have any of this stuff. But let's be honest, they kind of need to because they're providing the service. Well, okay. Well, then they shouldn't store any of this stuff. I don't know. Maybe they should. Maybe they not. Maybe they shouldn't. I don't see why they should. But maybe there's an actual reason. I'm not seeing why yeah. they should have it. Then it leads to the third one. They should protect the snot out of it.
2: Yeah.
0: Especially where it's children. I mean, the hacker downloaded 190 gigs
1: worth of photos. Holy cow. That's a
0: lot. <laughs> that is a lot of photos.
1: Yeah, that brings me back to point two. Why does VTech store that? I don't have that many photos of my own family.
2: I don't either. Well, i I, I want to go with... Um, I always like to give people benefit, benefit, the benefit of the doubt. Can you give them that other thing, too. Yeah, especially with a company like VTech. I mean, yeah, they should have been encrypting it or, or you know get better at security or whatever. But I'm willing to to, to bet that there is like when you buy a, a VTech tablet or whatever, there are there's something that, that by default is turned on and there that's probably another issue that it shouldn't be by default. But without parents knowing or kids knowing, they've agreed to, okay, yeah, there's this cloud service, I'm all my stuff is gonna be synced to. Um, and they're they're probably offering it as a service. Look, we're gonna save all these pictures for you know for memories you know you can log into the website and check them out and i mean i'll bet it's more benign than than we're making it out to be because we're yeah. uh, oh, in I'm the digital sure probably is. we're in the digital age where we want to save everything like we're taking billions of pictures storing them on the internet just so we can go back and not look at them in the future because we have so and many and that's just of dinner yeah the <laughs> free so,
1: coffee i bought that was too cold by the time i was done taking pictures Uh, and and no i think you're right schmitty because even as a parent if my kids have access to a video chat system i would like to be able to go back and see what they're chatting and who they're chatting with and make sure everything's on the up and up yeah you know at least when they're that age
0: yeah for sure for sure and you know if you're it, it sounds to me like the stuff that was hacked was between parents and children so i mean I guess that's a good thing that the parents are involved, and active with their kids. But you still got to be super careful, super careful. Even when they're not using VTech stuff, you got to then then you need to be even more so. Um, we have an update on the government office of personnel management hack, and I think that they've well. There's a couple things here, a couple updates. One from a personal standpoint. Uh, and then what China says now you might remember we talked a little bit about this how it was looking like it was chinese spies that hacked 21 million us federal employees including 5.6 million f- sets of fingerprints and china has come out and said nope that wasn't our spies it was a gang of cyber criminals is this shadow can- run or what <laughs> Yeah, all I can all I can picture is no, it wasn't us. They went that way. Yeah. As China is pointing somewhere. That's what it sounds like it really does. And so so yeah, I think China's lying, but whatever. They want it to be uh, they say that it was actually a criminal case rather than a state-sponsored attack uh, as the government suspects.
1: Now, forgive me if I'm wrong, but as they are a communist nation, doesn't everyone work for the government in the end?
2: This yes. is true.
1: So, they could have been a band of criminals, and they report back to their mob boss, but doesn't the mob boss, in a way, work for China's government? I mean, I, th- I think that's how communism works, right?
0: Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, kind of. So, and then, um, you know, Prime Minister Gorbachev gets, I don't know, forehead polish for his birthmark or something in the end, so. Is he still alive? I think so. I don't know. But they're all Soviets. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. That, not. That's what I know better than that. I know better than that. <laughs> all those all so, those
1: Soviets look the same.
0: But, but I'm, I'm calling bullcrap on the Chinese here uh, just because of the fact that China's constantly hacking us. Of course it was China and their cyber spy division, not their cyber criminal division. Or maybe it was their cyber criminal division. The report to the spy, is that, re- that reports to the spy division. But I really, I think China's blowing a whole lot of smoke. Now, as far as the update goes, from the personal standpoint, now, they have said that it was 21 million federal employees and those who had a, undergone uh, background checks for security clearance. My wife got a notice this week saying that she has been compromised in this hack. Not you. Not me. Oh, I got my notice two weeks ago. Mm. But my wife is getting a free year of credit monitoring as well. Wow. My wife is a nurse at a place that is not the government.
1: But does she have any access through like VA health records or anything like that?
0: Not that I'm aware of. Hmm. So I don't know how she was compromised unless they pulled data from somewhere else Because she has had to undergo a background check for her nursing. However, it was not through. I don't believe it was same like security clearance because she doesn't have a security clearance. But then there was, you know, she was also listed in my application for security clearance because she's my wife. I'm wondering if those individuals who were listed as references or. Associates have also been compromised.
1: Well, that would make sense, actually, because, and we've talked about this, depending on your level of security clearance. For instance, my security clearance was never very high. I had, like, Public Works and Trust. It was the very lowest one. I think, I think mail carriers had a higher level of government security clearance than I did. But my friend um, worked for a company, and he had top-secret clearance. And the FBI came and interviewed me about it, uh, asked me some canned questions. You know, has this person ever expressed a, dissatisfac- a dissatisfaction with the United States? Have they ever spoken against their interests? You know, go on go on forth. You know, can you list a time, you know, probably the worst thing they've ever done that you can think of? And I, I took it all kind of, well, whatever, I'll say this, I'll say this. And I started telling them a story about how we all went on a road trip one time. And, uh, and he said to this other person in the car, and they stopped me, who was that other person? What was their full name? Do you have their address? Do you have their phone number? And that's what they do. They interview the people that this person listed, but then they go through and they start tracing it back. And anyone else who comes up in this investigation, they also investigate them. Um, because It's kind of like on a job resume or a job application. When they ask for three references, you're going to give the best. The difference is, for these jobs, they then go back further to everyone you didn't offer up. So it would make sense that, Zonner, if your security was compromised, that anyone you listed as a reference would somehow be tied to your file, and their information was also gathered at some point.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I, I saw that, and that was my first thought. And I think that the government has not been exactly forthcoming as to how many... No. People, hmm. <laughs> I know. Break out the tinfoil hat. That's honorable, impossible. Honorable. <laughs> but yeah, I think that I think that there's a little bit more to this story than they're telling us. Um, at least based on my experience. So uh, now, while we're talking about me getting my butt hacked off, <laughs> Target. Yeah, you look so confused by that. I said that, and it didn't. It didn't quite sound as good as I thought it would in my that's, head. That's less Chinese it.
1: cyber gang and more African warlord with a machete.
0: Well, I've been to Africa, and I'm sure I've encountered a few warlords. I've met some shady dudes in Africa, uh, but anyways, Target—they uh, got hacked back in 2013. You, I'm sure, remember. Uh, they have agreed to pay $39.4 million to resolve any claims by banks and credit unions that say they lost money. I like that. Um, I guess at least 40 million credit cards were compromised in the be- breach. Uh, 39.4 million. That's like almost a million per credit card.
1: You know what they need? And if this already exists, I'm sure someone will let me know. Mm-hmm. Rough. Um, but back in the day, you had the FDIC, and it's an insurance policy that the federal government has uh, in case a, a, a bank is robbed or a bank, there's a run on the bank. The idea it's being,
0: actually still a thing. No, it still uh, is a
1: thing. And then there's another one for credit unions. I forget what its uh, acronym is. But uh, it's very, very important. The idea being that if a bank branch runs out of money, your money is still protected. Uh, If the bank itself can't make good on the funds, the federal government will, up to a certain amount. They need to have something like that for credit cards, I think. I think we've reached the point in our economy and in our civilization that debit cards and credit cards need this same level of universal protection. And that any company that wants to run a credit card or debit card or store card or whatever needs to buy in and help pay for it.
0: Now, I would think that would already be covered under well, maybe not. I don't know.
1: Yeah, see, and that's that's just it. I don't know either. I know that you're many times you're covered against unauthorized purchases, but it's covered at the discretion of the credit card company.
0: Well, and it's also at the discretion of the company where the credit card was used. Like I had my credit card number stolen, surprise. Why am I such a dang target? <laughs> um I got a I got a phone call from my credit union. Because you shop oh, yeah. at Target. <laughs> <laughs> I got a call saying, Oh, somebody racked up about eight hundred dollars in charges on your card at Walmart in this city on this day. Was that you? I said, No, that wasn't me. I was in this city and I did not spend eight hundred dollars at Walmart because I don't spend eight hundred dollars at Walmart. What do you buy for eight hundred dollars at Walmart, by the way? Um, and so Multiple TVs, maybe? I a don't gun.
2: Know. Overpriced clothes.
0: Overpriced clothes? Is that what you said? Yeah, sure. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> that $800 pair of Wrangler jeans. <laughs> but when I went in and filled out a claim for him saying, disputing the charge, my bank said, okay, you're you're not responsible for it, but it's up to Walmart whether or not they refund the purchase, whether or not they refund the money to your account. And thankfully, Walmart did, but does that come out of their pocket? Do they have like a a loss prevention pool or something that they have to dip into every time that happens? So
1: Yeah, good question. This is something I think we need now, this day and age.
0: Now, we have a hack that was not a hack. We got a lot of hack news this week. I think that's what happens when I do the show. Um, (laughs) It's everything just hack. Instagram. Uh, people had issues logging in to Instagram the other day, and it logged them
2: out of their account, which led many people to believe that their profiles had been hacked. That's because the error message said, "You've been logged out. The account owner may have changed the password." That, that freaks people out.
0: <laughs> yes, it does. And so, apparently, yeah, it was just a bug. All you people out there on Instagram land, you're okay. You were not compromised yet, or this time. <laughs> um instagram is all good just log into your account i was fine. logged
1: out who will ever make note of this delicious apple crisp i
2: made
0: <laughs> oh and what about that sushi roll you had for dinner
2: oh that's you're making me hungry i want sushi and an apple crisp now <laughs> with a
0: granola chaser
2: uh <laughs>
0: yes now we have you guys seen this new ransomware that's out there um I think it's called. I don't remember what it's called, pony? but it's Freakin' brutal. Oh,
1: um, why can't I find it? I just saw it. That I should be the name it. at one point. It's Freakin' it's brutal. Pony. Freaking brutal.
2: Yeah, freaking brutal. I think it's pony um, is the name of it. That's what I'm
0: saying anyway. Which one? Pony. Pony. Oh uh, yeah the the pony botnet. Um, it's I think it's part of that. It's actually a multi multi tier. Is it the Archer? I I want to say the Archer angler angler that's it okay. and it so yeah um what it does is it yeah, uses malware uh, oh yeah it's right in the f- first sentence so there's a, a bunch of uh, windows users that are getting hit by this on as they visit websites and angler is just an off-the-shelf hack my numbers exploit that saves criminals a lot of hassle and time it's like for the script kiddies of the hacker world and criminal world um, but this latest round is uses drive-by attacks using malware known as Pony, which harvests your credentials stored on the computer, and then uh, it goes on to install a cocktail of malware, which I think is... That just sounds tasty, yet horrible all at the same time. <laughs> and what it does is it abuses legitimate credentials, and... Gets as much information as possible, and then in the second phase, it basically drops the angler exploit and scans for scans for uh, vulnerabilities, and then force feeds CryptoWall 4.0 into your system. So once you get CryptoWall, you're pretty much done. You're done.
1: Yeah. Awesome. There's, there's no pretty much. It is guaranteed. Did
0: you have that? I know. Didn't you? Didn't you get hit by?
1: I did, and was I it, had to pay. Did you yeah, um, if it had just been my computer, it would have been great, um however, it uh was on someone's computer, and it the, the, that computer had mapped a network drive, so it started to do it to the network drive as well, which hit the entire server in the end, mm-hmm. ooh, and so it's like I can format my machine, I can format their machine, but I can't format the server and not lose anything,
0: yeah, wow. that's ooh that's that's no good. So, you actually paid then, huh? Yeah.
1: It was cheaper just to pay than to try and go through and uh, recover everything from backup. Uh, We were rather slow with our backups.
0: Now, did did that change how you do your backups going forward? Oh,
1: considerably.
0: (laughs) Good. Lessons learned, huh? Mm Mm-hmm. Now, as far as criminal stuff, did you involve the police in this? No. Nah. FBI, you just paid, and, and just then paid. what? They took it off, or they gave you a code? or
1: uh, They gave me uh, an algorithm to apply to the decryptor. Uh, it's the hash key that was used to encrypt everything. And then, yeah, it went through, and true to their word, it decrypted everything. I mean, it sucks the way they did it. I'm not saying that anything was done okay or that, hey, you know, those guys seem all right. But it's, it was nice to know that at least... They gave you a way to fix it, and then they made good on it once you paid. I can't promise that everyone is that nice.
0: And see, I've often wondered if that's the case. If they say, okay, thanks for the money, now pay us some more money. They could.
1: They could definitely do that.
0: Oh, because they've totally got you, you know, they've got (laughs) you. Again, got to try and keep it family-friendly. Buy the Scroach. Yes, they got you by your short and curlies is what they got you by. So, um, speaking of short and curlies, this is a fun story. Scientists have solved the urinal pee splashback conundrum. (laughs) Was it you, Zook, that put this in the article, Uh, in the headlines? It
1: it is. Yeah, it was me. Um, And it's kind of funny because it ties back to something from SD files, actually.
2: Vantablack.
1: Vantablack, Vantablack, black. yes. There's a nanotube um, material called Vantablack that is so black, light doesn't escape from it. It's just like, there's nothing there. You're you're looking into a void. Um, It is so black that light cannot escape. Well, um, people at Utah State University, who for some reason have a urinal lab... um, (laughs) Yay, go Utah, uh, I guess. Hey, splashback
2: (laughs) is a serious issue, okay? (laughs)
1: Um, Yeah. Uh, Anyway, they used this to create a new material that doesn't just absorb light, it absorbs urine. So... I guess there's so much surface area that it absorbs and diffuses it all, so nothing splashes. That's cool. Yes. However, (laughs) and I'm not a scientist, okay? I don't work with pee-absorbing materials. But to me, this seems less like peeing into a urinal and more like peeing on a sponge, yeah, <laughs> Cause, you know, it's like, well, okay, we've just introduced a whole new set of problems. Because what happens after four or five people do that? Well,
2: one, one thing that you're forgetting, obviously, is that this is these are carbon nanotubes. Things enter in one end and can en- exit out the other end. So there can be another end where all this is funneled into, and then it just goes back into the sewage system.
1: Well, yeah, um, but a loofah is a set of tubes as well. And it starts to smell after a while.
2: Yeah, but that's what the flushing is for. The flushing can still go through the nanotubes as well. You're f- oh, I, is I know I you guess, know yeah. this. I know you know this.
1: So is this going to replace <laughs> urinal cakes? Well, it does, it does mention that these are inserts. They're not planning on making urinals out of this stuff. That it would be expensive if they made the whole urinal out of it. But it'd carbon be more efficient. nanotube. A <laughs> carbon nanotube urinal. It, it only weighs two pounds. It could take a bullet.
2: Why is the urinal five, $5 million dollars?
1: It can process faster than light information.
2: That sounds like a government urinal. I leaned up against the urinal. My hand went into it. And now I lost my hand. <laughs> it's... It's bound I'll, by
1: quantum uh, pairing, so when I pee into it here, it comes out somewhere else. It's, no plumbing is needed.
2: Flashback comes out in a different urinal.
1: <laughs> Across multiple dimensions. It's great. No, I, if it's, if it's an insert, it makes more sense, too, because eventually it will wear out, or it will start smelling, <laughs> or something will go wrong.
2: Oh, that, that'd be the perfect marketing, the, the black hole urinal cake.
0: <laughs> uh. That's awesome. That That really is, I mean 'cause pee on the cosmos <laughs> ju- I mean you could have Neil
1: deGrasse Tyson like narrating it, <laughs> some say that urinal cakes are indeed a gateway to the other side. <laughs> See what I'm
2: holding? Of course you can't because it's absorbing all light. <laughs> <laughs> It will absorb your urine too. Uh, how you know how how hard is it to pee in the
1: dark? It's just it's and- <laughs> just, you just have, like <laughs> I just the imagine void. the ad now. There's just Stephen Hawking's computerized voice available at Walgreens
0: <laughs> and other fine retailers. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I mean it's so hard to pee in the dark now as it is. Now it could be completely bright outside yet you're still peeing in the dark
1: that would actually kind of make things a little bit awkward to be staring at this maw in your your toilet
0: and hopefully it doesn't suck you in when you flush
1: you stared at the darkness and the darkness stared back at you and then you peed on it (laughs) i pee in the face of darkness
0: Uh, you know that this is going to be like a sci-fi movie in 10 years Something's
1: looking back at you. Do you trust Uh, into the dark realm of the elder gods?
0: Well, let's just hope they don't develop it for poop (laughs) because you're done. If that happens, you wouldn't have to flush ever again. That would be so you
1: would. You just wouldn't be able to see why. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oh, well, enough about pee. Let's talk about
0: really weird stuff now. Oh, man. The Oxford Dictionary every year comes out with the word of the year.
1: Which I think they're just doing to just mess with us now.
0: I really yeah. do believe that. I mean, they've come out with some really stupid words last over the year, wasn't like years. totes maze balls or something like that? I don't know. <laughs> something stupid. This year, it's not even a freaking word. It's an emoji. It's a picture.
2: Officially called the face with tears of joy. See, so I have an issue with this for, for one reason. Because the word of the year should be a word. That'd be like Superman winning the strongest man in the world contest. He's not a man. He's an alien. Same with this. This is not a word. It can't compete. Yeah. I story. mean,
0: I could see maybe making the word emoji the word of the year, Emo- but they made a freaking picture the word of the year. I have a lot of complaints with this, and it goes back to what you just said, Schmitty. It's it's not a word. It's
2: semantics, yeah.
0: How how do you look up that in the dictionary? How do you look up a picture in the dictionary? That's a good I mean, question. That makes no sense to me. I think that's stupid and these people are all high.
2: Yeah. <laughs> well and, and they, they go on saying that yeah, it's 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 because this is used a lot. Um uh, and but yeah, emoji emoji is being used a lot more now, but I don't think that qualifies it as a word. So I I don't know are are they starting to change the definition of word?
0: Well, I think that depends on what the definition of is is. <laughs> I think.
1: That, <laughs> well, go on, mate on me. <laughs> 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 I, I think that, but maybe they're actually trying to say that the
2: the word of the year is
1: epiphoria.
2: <clears throat> mm. Epiphoria. Okay, you know what? I might be eating my words <laughs> because I just looked up the definition of word, and it says that is a noun. A single distinct, meaningful element of speech or writing, used with others to form a sentence, and typically shown with a space on either side, when written or printed. So, that doesn't say w- what I thought it would say. I, d- I thought it would be like you know a collection of letters to make you know something that that has a meaning. But this says a, a single distinct, meaningful element of speech or writing. So technically, I guess emoji. See, I'm, I'm eating my words here because in that
1: way, any hieroglyph or pictograph would. Yeah, would can be considered that.
2: So okay, good job Oxford for making me feel like a chump. I still don't like it. Yeah,
0: well, I you. think it's awesome that Oxford Dictionary has the ability to f- define what the word
2: word means. Yeah. Well, yeah. How do you know that's what it <laughs> originally meant? It's true. Yeah. They, they probably <laughs> changed that as soon as they did this. Now, now this brings up another thing. Are are we going to start seeing dictionaries, or uh, I don't know? I haven't seen a printed dictionary in over ten years. So. So do they still exist, first of all? <laughs> Probably in libraries. Second of all, are they going to add a, a section in dictionaries for emoji now? Are are they going to say, all right, are they going to define standards of, look, this emoji means happy, this emoji means sad, this emoji Oh, means man, happy.
1: I can't wait for Google to screw up that autocorrect. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I meant
0: condolences. You know, I meant <laughs> them. I think they're going to have to, Schmitty, because I they just opened the door for this. Yeah. If they're saying emojis are words... They, they need to be included in they the dictionary. Categorizing
1: it, them in there. it will have to be, actually, because what I just said, epiphoria, it's an overproduction of tears.
2: Yeah,
1: It's when your eyes produce too many tears or too much tears. How would you know that that symbol doesn't mean epiphoria? Mm-hmm. Unless there's somewhere a written definition saying, no, this means you're happy, so happy you're crying.
0: I actually thought that they, it was the emoji for epiphoria, and that's how I use it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Sorry, I've been poked.
2: (laughs) uh, (laughs) I've been stabbed in in my eye, and now I'm suffering epiphoria. Do they have an emoji like this where the tears are blood red? Because that happens to me more often. (laughs) (laughs) No, they have a smiling poop. Yes, I use the smiling poop one a lot. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Stigmata one. Yeah, there's a stigmata emoji.
2: I thought it means I have to go potty.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, jeez. Now, while we're talking about emoji, uh, you might remember a couple months ago, maybe? Has it been that long? Apple came out with a new set of emojis.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: A new set Got in of emo- trouble in Russia unicorn. for it, right?
0: <clears throat> yeah, they had, like, unicorns and lions and tacos, and apparently everybody needs a crab. Um, <laughs> crab <laughs> emoji? So you can have crab cakes. I don't know. Yeah. 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 So, well, Android is, Android is finally catching up to them, sort of. And this week we're going to see an update to the Android OS that includes the new emojis. It's going to have a new keyboard, going to have new fonts, and, of course, the new emojis that everybody wants. Um, I'm looking forward personally to the middle finger because, let's face it, that's one of my favorites. Mm -hmm. Um, I I was making that with punctuation marks years before emoji (laughs) were a thing. And so, um, yeah, we are going to see that. But the catch is, you got to have an excess device. If you don't, it's up to your manufacturer, as it always is. So, for those of you with the LGs, or the Samsungs, yeah, good luck. It's going to be... And then
1: we're going to have LG's stupid version of it, <laughs> where it's like a winking person with the f- middle finger.
0: Because that makes it less offensive if you're winking, because that signifies joke. It's, or It's a Korean it? thing. Let's let's go, let's check Oxford and see how they define that. Particular I can't emoji. wait for
1: LG and Samsung, being Korean companies, to come out with the emoji of like a skull and crossbones and a an oscillating fan. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's awesome. I I miss that. I don't understand because Koreans
1: Koreans think that a, a sleeping with an oscillating fan in their room will suck all the air out and you'll die.
2: Oh, okay. Or suck your soul out. Whichever happens to come first
1: no. I still want to know when we're going to get the emoji for a pair of boobs we we'll probably have that somewhere because ah. as it is the open parentheses period capital Y period closed parentheses that takes too long what am I a caveman
2: is that what it is I thought that was someone with a big nose <laughs> uh, okay the only, the only oh issue, no I see it now I see yeah, it yeah, yeah. okay the issue with this update is that it's it's only on Marshmallow, at Android 6.0. So that still leaves, like, what, 10% of Android users that will that will get that? I bought a new phone, and I still don't have Marshmallow. So. That sucks. I'm out on that, yeah. Yeah, you're kind of screwed. Yeah. Well, kind of I didn't screwed, get a Nexus device, so that's why.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and see, I, I've actually gotten to the point where I think that I will just be buying Nexus devices from here on out. Just because I like the updates, yeah. And so, yeah, I'll I'll be sending you my middle finger (laughs) poop emojis, and and Schmitty
1: will be getting wingdings instead because Uh, he can't even see what it is.
0: You guys won't even know. Actually, when you
1: when you do get that, send us one of those emojis. I want to see what it comes across as.
0: I will be all sorts of offensive, (laughs) and you guys won't have any clue. It'll be so
1: much fun. It's gonna be some random hex code that comes across.
2: My guess is it'll be that, that uh emoji short code, the colon and then like a name and then colon and colon. Bird. Colon bird colon, colon.
1: bird colon.
0: <laughs> Middle finger colon. colon. F-U colon. <laughs> <laughs> now while we're talking about the bones, Jersey salute. <laughs> oh, hashtag jersey salute emoji. While we're talking about phones, let's talk about Verizon. Verizon did something that I think is really cool. And me being a former Verizon customer who left them because I thought they did nothing that was very cool, that says a lot. They have built a working smartphone in Minecraft that makes video calls and has a browser. I'm going to guess works. this is not
1: vanilla version of Minecraft. No.
0: I would think
1: think probably not but that's freaking awesome how much
0: redstone had to go into that
1: <laughs> i would like to point out they were not the first ones to do this someone built a working iphone in minecraft years ago oh did they yeah now granted it wasn't that complex you hit the home button and it would take you to the home screen you would activate certain icon and the thing was huge and you activate certain buttons and the entire screen the entire surface you were standing on would switch out to be the picture from that app. And you go back down and hit the home screen, the home button, and it would go back to the home screen. So this is not a new idea.
2: It was, yeah, Could so it that place version, calls? That version wasn't – it was in Vanilla Minecraft. It was using all Redstone. Um, and it didn't really have any functionality except for switching screens, which is still yeah. really impressive. Uh, th- this one, it's not in Vanilla Minecraft. And if, if it is, it's, it's a heavily modified version of Vanilla Minecraft because it is uh, – as far as I can tell, it's just mir- it's mirroring an actual iPhone. Whether or not the iPhone is programmed into Minecraft, I I don't know. I think it's it's more of like a running a simulator or 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 porting a screen over somehow. Cuz it's it's full like it does the video calling, um scroll you go through different apps uh and because of the resolution of the screen, you you can't really read what's going on when you go into apps. So that's why I think it's just like a, a porting over an emulator or something but uh, still yeah, really, they, really cool. They say they've created a web
0: app called Boxel that translates real web pages and streaming video into blocks so they can be built on a Minecraft server in real time. That's cool. And then they use a Boxel client on their server to handle the communication between Minecraft and the real world. Okay. So.
2: And what's really cool is in the video chat, the, the person on the other end, when they're looking at, at the person in Minecraft, they're seeing the Minecraft avatar and they can see it moving around in real time so that's impressive not
1: not to be the jerk about this cuz this is really cool but on one hand i really don't want to think about how much time this took for verizon to do instead of i don't know fixing any of their issues and furthermore if i was having verizon issues which i used to which is why i left them i wouldn't be so quick to say yeah but at least they're cool cuz i did this in minecraft
0: yeah, I wonder who approved that because you know that that took a lot of hours. And what's their end game?
1: Thompson, are, you're they, out of here. All we see is you playing on the game. Sir, <laughs> are,
0: are they doing this just for the heck of it, or are they doing it because they have some
2: larger goal I, in mind? I, th- I think it's probably just a a PR stunt. I really don't think there's an end game in mind with this. There's not really any. Uh, any intrinsic value (laughs) when it comes to this. I mean, if if the purpose is that you're trying to bring video calling and stuff into Minecraft to get people to to talk more out of Minecraft, you're doing it wrong. You know, get people out of Minecraft first (laughs) if you want them to video call. Because, I don't know, I, I don't see this being used for any practical reason. So... Yeah, yeah, I, think I, I don't either. Thing.
1: Next, next month, we're going to hear the announcement of uh, Microsoft partnering with Verizon to provide in-game communication in Minecraft servers.
2: <laughs> I need to call my kid. Oh, he's playing Minecraft? Oh, perfect. I'll call him in Minecraft. <laughs> Minecraft, brought to you by Verizon. And see, I wonder if that's what it's going to end now, up free being. free Minecraft calls between Verizon customers. <laughs> oh. oh.
0: <laughs> that would be awesome. Yeah, horrible all at the same time. Yeah. Now, while we're talking about carriers, T-Mobile's at it again. Last week, we talked about how they're going after Sprint customers, giving them, what, an extra 200 bucks or something to come join them. Now, they're giving AT&T customers 128-gig iPhones for $200 less. John McGear, man, he's wow. just got, he's got his sights set on every carrier, and he's just going after them. And don't worry, Verizon. You guys are next. He, they're... The gear says that the Verizons the Verizon poaching will happen next, so
1: Can I ask what we're all wondering secretly? Where are they getting all this money?
0: I don't know. I've wondered that. I I've wondered that. Like my kids were all watching Netflix as we drove to grandma's on Thanksgiving. And it doesn't count against their data. Okay, great. Yeah, you've got Comcast saying, Oh, well we need to
1: charge Netflix extra because data costs. Well, it's like we've talked about this before, and I think I'm the one who brought it up that, sure, I'm willing. I'm T-Mobile, and Schmitty is going to to transfer over to us, and I'm willing to pay Schmitty up to a certain amount to pay off his debts to Verizon and pay for his phone and all that different stuff, right? Because I know that if he stays with me for two years, I will have made that money back plus some, right? That makes sense. Yes. But that's what I said, what was it, like two years ago? When Verizon first started down this path, shortly after we all went to CES, when they first announced uh, some of their different plans, a lot has changed in two years. They weren't giving free music and video streaming then. They weren't uh, saying, hey, don't worry, there's no such thing as a contract anymore. There was no guarantee that if Schmitty comes over to T-Mobile, and I've paid him $200 to do so, that he isn't going to immediately leave in two months.
0: But I think some of the stuff that they've done, like the free data, the free music, Things like that. The free video streaming. Why would you leave? If you have that and you come to T-Mobile because of that, why would you go back to Sprint where you have to pay? You know, I think it adds a lot of freedom to people. And I think people like that. So they're going to stick with it for at least the two years. Good point. Just a thought. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. But T-Mobile is definitely banking on it. Um, now, Samsung and Apple. We, we have an interesting twist in their lawsuits that they've been going back and forth on. They've apparently settled. Samsung will pay up, but they can request a refund? <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't understand this. Samsung will pay the $548 million due to Apple if it receives the invoice by the end of the work week. And then their language in the statement allow for it to request future payments and or reimbursements from Apple in the case of changes to partial judgment against uh, the Chable regarding the API patent. They're also fighting something else. Um, And then Apple has to pay any taxes involved in the process. So I don't know. This is confusing to me. I've read this like four or five times and it makes
1: no sense to me. Yeah, I'm right there with you.
2: My my first impression is that so that they'll they'll pay uh, i guess this is a settlement or or yeah i think it's a judgment a judgment okay so they're paying the judgment but based on future settlements or judgments apple can pay them back any differences on those future judgments if anything changes (laughs) i don't know yeah that's confusing yeah it it doesn't
0: make sense. I'm not an attorney, so I'm not gonna to pretend to okay. understand it but if I was in the if I was in like the regular news world, I would say Apple is having to pay Samsung even though Samsung is paying Apple, and nobody will end up with any money in the end, and it screws over the consumer so there's your mainstream media view of it
2: where they don't know anything about tech. <laughs> Either way, Samsung is still selling their phones, and yes. Apple's still not hurting so Yes.
0: Now, Samsung or excuse me, Apple did something this week that kind of surprised me. They went open source. Yes. They've got their Swift programming language that they've come out with for developers to make apps for OS X, iOS, and Watch OS. Uh, it's called Swift, and they say that it's going to be open source under the Apache
2: license. Schmitty, you're a programmer. What does that mean to you? Uh, first of all, this is a, a first in. In Apple history, none of their programming languages up to up pro, uh, none of their programming languages up to date have been open source, um, and so what this means for the future of Apple is probably um, unforeseeable right now. Because we, we've all seen how open source programming languages do they they do really well, but are racked with tons of bugs, um, and the uh, the versioning of those programming languages. Is uh, is very erratic, so which which is completely outside of Apple's uh, mo, their way of doing things, right? Um, yeah. So I don't know what their end game is here. I don't know if this means they're giving up Swift, or uh, I mean, because they are they are saying that this is for everything in in iOS and OS X. So I, I really don't know. I don't know what it means because. Um, it's completely a one eighty against what they've what they've always been about. <laughs>
0: uh. Um, a couple quick stories here. Pandora bought Rdio, uh the music service. They're laying off more than half their employees. No as surprise there. So as you do, you buy something and then you shut it down, as Google is doing with Songza. So if you like Songza, uh, sorry. January thirty first, it's gone, um, but that's okay because I guess they've baked it into Google mm-hmm. Play Music now, so it's it's not necessary. Um, it's the same with Arty. Are they're
2: baking that into Pandora. Or
0: I think that they're using a lot of the algorithms and stuff. So in, in Pandora, so um, Uber going for more funding, they're worth a lot of money. Um, Fitbit is still leading the wearables market, which makes perfect sense because I love my Fitbit. Um, we're running out of time. That's why I'm blowing through these. <laughs> uh, landlines have become a thing of the past. Nearly half of Americans only use cell phones. Uh, no surprise there. This one I think is interesting. We've got two more here I want to talk about. YouTube wants to be Netflix. YouTube is going to start chasing original content, full movies, things like that, like Netflix has done. Which makes, uh, That makes a lot of sense to me since they just started charging for YouTube Red. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I, I agree with, with the way they're going. I love YouTube Red because now I don't get ads anymore. Um, and it makes perfect sense for them to start providing ex, uh, premium content like this because now I'm paying for no ads. Now I should get some extra content. So,
0: yay. Yeah, makes it makes perfect sense. I hope they can do it and do it well. Uh, and then f- our last headline, Mouse Mingle <laughs> is a dating site for Disney lovers. If you go on to Tinder or whatever other dating sites there are. I don't even know. That's what happens when you've been married almost 20 years. Um, you may have problems if you are dressed up as Mickey Mouse with a room full of Disney memorabilia behind you.
1: Being Six- single is not the biggest of the problems you have.
0: Yeah, yeah. you're just not going to find those members of the opposite sex like you may want to. Well... Mouse Mingle fixes that. They promise a whole new world of online dating. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I read that from this story. Oh, okay. I, I didn't make that up. I wish I could. <laughs> and they say, one that could make you feel like you've got a chance for the first time in forever. Aww. so <laughs> yeah. Nice, nice Disney references there. But um, yeah, it was created by a former Disneyland railroad engineer. Who said that he's having a tough time finding women who love Disney as much as he does. So, I mean, you've got Farmers Only. You've got J-Date for Jewish people. Why not Mouse Mingle for Disney Freaks? It makes sense. So, I'm just waiting for a Star Wars one for my kids because they're going to need it. Star Wars is Disney now. so
2: Oh, there you go. Go into Mouse Mingle and choose Star Wars. <laughs> yeah that, that i just be, I, um, I
1: want you to think about that when when intern Emma tells you about how she met her date for the first time when he was wearing the tigger costume, okay
0: yes, yeah, it's gonna be fun, and then I'll say nope, no furries. Let's talk about favorites now. Zook, what's
1: yours? Mine uh, is from a YouTube channel called It's Okay to Be Smart. It's one of PBS's digital shows, and PBS has really been putting out quite a few that are really interesting. Uh, I really like the way that PBS has taken to the digital world by making YouTube channels, and this is one of my favorite. And in this particular episode, they talk about Minecraft, which was kind of surprising. I've watched this episode a couple times now, once by myself. Uh, I showed it to Schmitty once, and then I showed it to my boys, who love Minecraft, and they bring up some things... I had never really considered. For instance, we all know how big Minecraft is supposed to be, right? After a certain point, the computer can't calculate the terrain anymore. So that would be the theoretical limit of how big Minecraft is. However, as he points out, that's only one of six sides of a cube, if it's a cubic world, which you'd think it would be, which means that planet Minecraft would have to have like 45 trillion times the amount of mass as our sun, which means that it should be imploding onto itself and basically creating fission. It should be a star. Um, He talks about all sorts of interesting things, about uh, how all water and all air would still be bound to a spherical form around planet Minecraft, so there would be edges of the world that would be without atmosphere, and how you could theoretically just walk off the edge and float off into space. So it's a really interesting uh, view, I think. It's a short video, but it's a lot of fun. Check it out. Indeed. And check out their other videos because he d- makes a lot of good
2: ones, yes, uh, my favorite this week um, is an interactive periodic table of elements. When I first found this, I geeked out and played with it for about an hour. Um, I love the periodic table of elements um and so should you <laughs> check this out uh, <laughs> uh, it's uh, what else can I say about it? It's interactive um you can play with like different heat uh heat um properties and uh, different orbital. You can check out all the orbitals of your favorite elements, uh, all the properties, and check out different compounds and their melting points. And really fun to play with. Even if you don't know anything about chemistry, it's fun to just click on things. And, so check it out. <laughs> because clicking on stuff is fun. That's right.
0: Now, mine is a short video that shows every line of dialogue spoken by a woman in the original Star Wars trilogy that is not Princess Leia. And it's only about 63 seconds, I think, of actual dialogue. Wow. Uh, there's not a lot there. Um, so, yeah, it, it, I thought it was interesting. I don't know what the point of it is. Maybe I don't know both if are trying to are. say, oh, George, <laughs> George, uh, George Lucas is sexist for,
1: so for what, not it's having like 30 more seconds long?
0: Yeah, 60, 60 something seconds long. Right, 62, okay. 65. In three movies, so um, all you social justice warriors out there can can get all upset because there's not enough side characters who are women talking in the Star Wars trilogy.
1: I would like to point out that uh, you have the combination of the ori- original trilogy, which is like 65 seconds of combined speech, versus Natalie Portman's wooden dialogue in the three prequels.
0: I'd much rather have
2: the original trilogy. Yeah. <laughs> well, and and to balance it out, I get the Star Wars seven trailer most of the dialogue is from women but it's not George Lucas so it's George true. Lucas is, yeah. is well he's is not sexist. a woman it's, and he wouldn't
1: be the narrator anyway it's like they're yeah.
2: trying to balance it out for something. It's like the, the background narration is from a woman and then you've got Ray talking half the time so That's pretty cool Yeah.
0: anyway and we are less than two weeks away from
2: Yay. The Force Awakens and I will see it so, three times that, within two days
0: yes yes <laughs> That is our show. Zoop, take us out.
2: All right. Well, again,
1: if you have any feedback for us, let us know. Feedback at droids.com or give us a call 801-917-GEEK. Follow us on Twitter. Friend us on Facebook. Uh, join us on Google+, Plus where we have a community. Until next time, cheers. Goodbye. one. Good day. This has been a Stolen Droids Media Production.